Hello everyone and welcome to the yet untitled chat show or podcast between me and myself and of course Peter. Good evening. Peter, are you there? Yes, I am here. Very good. So for our listeners, Peter, tell us what's our topics for tonight? Well, at the moment, at least, we have two topics. Uh, one is something that you want to talk about, which is the... Oh. I'll, I'll, I'll let you say that one. But the, the other one is going to be uh, a taste from the gods that I believe is a yes. term that you have used many times before. Gods, angels, the tears of angels, Peter. Yeah. That's or what I compare it to. That's the one. Uh, that being the soft drink, better known as Dr. Pepper. But... I remember when I first tasted Dr. Pepper. It was just after my divorce. There's... Oh, tell you what. It, oh, I remember the first time I got... I think it was from a pound shop in the Arndale. I've never tasted Dr. Pepper before, and I've, I got a can. This is how long ago it was, Peter. It was 35p, a can. Um, God, oh, my first sip, I had to sit down. It was honestly, it was beautiful. And I went back and got two more for, um, for on the train home. All right, backup question. Oh, th- there's, mm-hmm. th- there's, a, there's a bit to unpack on, on that. Um, <laughs> one that I think we're all curious to, to ask over after yeah. hearing about it. Uh, how old was you? Oh, fucking hell. Uh, well, it was 2007. Maybe 25? So I... I don't know. Maybe may, maybe 25. So I outrank you, so to speak. Uh, because I had it when... When did you first drink it? I had it when I was roughly the tender age of... Thirteen. Really? Is it been? Is it? I know it's been around since. Because. Hundreds. <laughs> I like the fact you you were going to make out as if it was brand new, and then you went, yeah, eighteen hundreds. I've I've never I've never seen it before two thousand and seven. I'll be honest with you. We used to have. I was it. always. Well, it was always cherry coke for me. Well, we and then used for to some have reason. It. I think they changed the recipe. At, at our school, at least. Uh, for dinner, always used to be get a burger, which was never the mm-hmm. nicest burgers, uh, and always get a can of Dr Pepper. It was the drink of choice at our school. No, we we, ne- we never had that in our vending machine. I think ours was Og Standard. It was Coke, Diet Coke, Pepsi, and Fanta, and and, and fucking Lil. Who who does, who drinks Lil? My mum. Fucking hate Lil. I ate well. Why do you sound like Butler from On the Buses? <laughs> yeah, but Dr. Pepper was a staple of our school dinners. Mm. Really? Yeah. We, must, we wasn't as privileged. Oh, well. What can I say? Uh, but it was always a burger, or we just used to go into the sports, well, I say sports hall, into the school hall which was a mini 
school hall. Um, yeah. And then you had to sit down in a row of chairs and then slowly they'd send each row up. And all we ever used to do was just go up, bypass the the dinner ticket line and go straight for, to the vending machine and get a Dr. Yeah. Pepper. Here's a question for you, Pete. When... When you got your uh, when you got your dinner, your mm. tray with your food on it, and you you paid at the little till with the woman who had a moustache, did you ever look over to where the pat lunch people were sitting and tell it and just mouth it? Obviously, don't say it, but mouth it and just go fuck you. Uh, you feel you felt a bit. What's the word? You felt um, uh, like how people who have an air fryer feel to people who don't. That kind of. Yeah. Do you not have an air fryer, Paul? I don't, Peter, actually, because <sighs> I thought that would happen. We do. She says she, she won't let me have a chip on either. Does she give you food? Yes, but she she thinks I'll, she thinks they're a, a, a hassle to clean. And, um, it's no more, it's no more of a hassle than it would be to just wash a normal pan. Well, oh, I, I, I have tried and failed, Peter. Well, well, I have many things on an air fryer, and it, as much as people claim it to be the new George Foreman, or the grill at least, um, mm. it is a good bit of kit. It is ideal if you want a toasty. Yeah. Well. Uh, it's something I can look forward to in, in you know, maybe in later life. When when you're on like wife number three or four. Um, this is the only wife for me now. <laughs> if it's after this, be it's a sex doll. I'm, I'm, uh, I ain't getting married again. Oh. Too much acid. Fair enough. Uh, but in answer to your question. Did I look over at the Pat Lunch Brigade? Oh, yeah, that was it, yeah. Did you look over at the Pat Lunch table and go, fuck you? No, because I was once a member of the Pat Lunch Brigade. Was you? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Especially yeah, in... there's anything wrong with that. Especially in junior school, because I, I yeah, didn't trust I school dinners. Obviously, people on Pat Lunch, they always get to go in first and they're dead smug. Because obviously they just get to go and sit straight down and, and get eaten. Yeah, but... While the rest of the people have to queue. You know, there, there is a reason why they go in ahead of everyone. Yeah, I know, because they're on a pat lunch. No, it's because they, they have the food. Have... Everyone else has to queue up to get their food. That's yeah, literally I why. That's quite judgmental of you, Paul. They always look smug. Like they were better than me just because they were sat down first. Oh. Well, I take it then you never had a pat lunch when you was in your school. No, I was on. It was cheaper. It, it was cheaper when when I was in school for school dinners. I think it was only a fiver a week. So I take not it. Now. So I take yeah. it you were not sat with. Um, so you didn't have like, I only, I you only didn't have the Pat Lunch Brigade yeah, and the normal. And he, he was on school dinners as well. 
would sit together. It wasn't Gav, was it? And fun fact, he oh. had the same meal every single day for his entire school school life. And what was it? Chips and beans. It wasn't Gav, was it? Can't say the name. Why? Copyright. Oh, yes, it was. See? Um, anyway, Peter, Peter, moving on. Yeah. The paranormal. Uh, well, now, you're a sceptic, aren't you? Not particularly, You don't no. believe? Not particularly. I, I don't... Do I believe in ghosts? They've done Ghostbusters films on them, so they must be. No, we're talking about... The real paranormal. That could be anything from... Like ghosts. Derek Akora. You see, Derek, I loved Derek I loved Derek Akora. As much as I people... I think he was mint. As much as people will have a go at him. I that guy. <laughs> well, he, he was known to have a few spirits. But... I had, I had a go for a drink with him. You, know, you see, I think Sam... You know, we always talked about Sam was a spirit guy. Yeah. I think Sam was a guy outside in a van on Google, feeding him stuff in an earpiece. I, I, I believe in paranormal, no matter what it is. Aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot. No, that's, that's, just, that's just someone that's walking about in the woods. But I, I, would, I would happily watch... As an idea, well, maybe mm. not so much on on the on the podcast, um, but I suppose you could do uh, yeah. a watch along of Derek Akora's best moments. Oh, I do that. He did. He did. What's Who? <laughs> Very love. You, you just can't. You just can't beat some of that. He said, "What's that, Sam? Really what, what's that, Sam?" What's that, Sam? He, he can... 1756. Edinburgh. I... He's, um, and his mates there in the band room. Okay, I didn't say Edinburgh. <laughs> I fucking London. Sorry, London. I'm, I'm seeing London. I, I, I can... There's a young woman in here. There's a young woman. What's, what's that, Sam? What? No. She was a whore. She was a whore. <laughs> it's uh, pretty much most times he ever, if they ever went to like a a bar or a pub, and it was like a haunted pub. Have you noticed? Yeah. It was either a barmaid, or it was mm. someone that was like a prostitute. Yeah, I think the funniest, the funniest character one I've seen was Bonfire Night. Because obviously the legend of the guy thought everyone, if it, I mean, I don't know if it's taught in schools now, but everyone is anyone should know who Guy Fox is. Guido Fox. And, to his friends. Yes. And um, when he was sat down doing a seance, I, I don't think I'd laughed as much because obviously he knows who Guy Fox is and he's, he's doing like a, a really bad impression of him and it's brilliant what are you, what are you doing it, doing a bad totally impression good. of him 
Well, he was doing something like, um... He betrayed me! What do you mean when he just... Betrayal! You mean when he just shouts randomly? Oh, yeah. It's always the same voice he does. It's just like he shouts whenever he's taken yeah, over. That just adds to the drama. But then he has. Some like... people say he was fake. I, I, I don't think he was. But then on a, on, a flip, on a flip of the coin, if he was fake, he was a good entertainer. The, the thing that I used to laugh at was that there was, years later it came out and it said he'd, he'd either. He came out with almost that that old joke of is there a John in the room? And he'd said something where everything was false. <laughs> I think it was like oh, an audience. Yeah. I don't know if it was like an audience with that. That would have been a hell of a TV show. An yeah. audience with Derek Akora. I'd have gone to that. I'd have sensing Japanese. Is there anyone here who likes Japanese? It's him. I, I've got it. Was it you? Because it would have been a great show if it's just like normally it's like comedians or whatever talking about um, talking about like different like the the jokes and everything. Whereas mm. if it had been Derek Akora, it would have just been him just going, "I'm here with Sam. Sam and I have known each other for a long time." And no one... Well, I'll just say, your impression of the Scouse is, is brilliant. That's well, because I can do so many accents. Not that mm. I, I like to... Carry on, carry um, But it would be interesting to... If he was still alive, mm. it would have been interesting to say, or ask him, how do you think Sam looks? Because yeah. people well, seem he, to yeah, think he, he was drew. male. No one yeah. ever thought, no, oh, it was drew. a female. I think that was one of the questions... Someone said to him, what does Sam look like? And I think he got... Um, <laughs> he got um, angry. No, we got a... Uh, I don't <laughs> know if it was a character that someone drew in from Derek's uh, description. And it kind of looks, to me... Like Santa. From what, how I remember it. No, it looked like Jasper Carrot to me. <laughs> he just traced Jasper Carrot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I would have loved him as well. Just saying, uh, what what accent has Sam got? If it had been Birmingham, then it really would have been Jasper Carrot. Yeah, that would have been that would have been fun. I like Jasper Carrot. I, I used to watch his, um, you know, Carrot commercial breakdown. Love that. Hmm. Oh, I'm a Carrot fan oh. anyway. So yeah, I love Jasper. Carrot. I'm got... not a fan of his singing, but I like his comedy. You, you... What what didn't you like about his singing? I just wasn't into it. Like, I, I loved the comedy, but then when it came to the singing, because I, I don't really like... You mean you've never... I'm not really a fan of music. You, you, we know, Paul. Listen uh, to it on the bus to, to, you know... You've never listened to Funky Moped? No. How have, you not, how have you not listened to Funky Moped? It is a tune. That and the was, um, that and the twelve comedians. The comedians I think I grew up with was Toby Brown, Jeffro. Oh, Jeffro! You can't meet Jeffro. 
Oh, loved, loved, loved it. I used to get, um, my gran used to get, not my gran, sorry, my, my uncle used to get me the video, you know, his um, stand-up every Christmas that he used to do. He all did it. My, my name's Jeffro. Yeah. He, I used to love getting the videos for it. My, my friend Denzel. Yeah. Denzel is my next door neighbour. That's right. All right. That's, I to be fair, I can just do many. <laughs> I could just talk in accents all day, to be honest. Um, but I, I do, I do like the West Country accent. To be fair. Mm. Oh, Jim Davidson. That was the other one. Oh Jim yeah. Davis. That you mean that episode where they keep having like laughing fits? Which episode? When he was on the Generation game and Jeff Rose basically no, got no, all these in- they've got all these instruments and they're trying mm-hmm. to he says roughly what they he gives a description of what they were used for and they had to yeah. claim whether they were real or not and there's right. one where he had like a like a deep dike scooper thing to get rid of like algae or whatever it was mm-hmm. and they couldn't get past it because it had the word dike in it Classic. See, that's classic, classic TV there. There's, there's a lot of deep dykes in in Cornwall. Everything's too politically correct. You wouldn't, you won't get that now. Well, it's, to, to be fair, <clears throat> it, it's it's the context, Paul. Yeah, but you've only got to look at like game shows pre two thousand and compare them to TV now, and it is just. TV, TV nowadays now is just boring. Uh, t- to be fair, if you watch nineties, it's it's fun and, and interesting. There's yes. n- it's no holes barred. Nineties is no holes barred on game yeah. shows. Eighties, eighties is just tacky. Well, this is how I see it. Well, I liked eighties because you got they got away with so much. All right, so nineties it was it, you got away with it, but I think you, they were probably spoken to after the show. Said, you know, you can't. You need to tone it down. And then anything two thousands, I think. Uh, All right then. It's... Here's a question for you then. Oh, you want me have a sip of me, uh, Doctor Pepper? <sighs> Not sponsored. Oh. I've got a cup of tea, so. So. In... I, I asked. For, I asked Doctor Pepper for a job once. Yes, I know. Yeah, I remember because I laughed my head off. Mm. Drink was it Dr Pepper taster? Mm. I'd love that job. I bet you would. Tasting Dr you. Pepper. Anyway, go on. Uh, so, using three words or less, mm-hmm. describe game shows in the nineteen nineties. Un. Raunchy. Is that it? Entertaining. Okay. Like I could watch, I could watch Generation Game with Bruce Forsyth. Not so much Joe Pasquale, but Bruce Joe? Forsyth. I could watch that over and over and over again. Oh, I said, did Joe Pasquale present the Generation Game? Yeah, he was, he was all right, but it was toned down. Hmm. It wasn't as um, 
it wasn't as, as good. All right. So, fun, raunchy, entertaining. What, in three words or less again, is your description on game shows in the 1980s? Entertaining. I can't think of the word that describes it, but I'd say um, thinking outside of the box. And... Mm. Rowdy. Uh, I suppose the back end of it, probably. I mean, if you compare, if you compare the meerkat, an eighties episode. <laughs> if you compare an eighties game show, let's just say an episode of the Wheel of Fortune from the eighties. If you compare that, yeah, to what's it called? He hosts Family Fortunes now. Les, uh, oh, uh, Vernon K. No, not, no, not Vernon K. Fucking hell, like Vernon K. If you can, if you compare an eighties episode of Wheel of Fortune to a twenty twenties on onwards, slightly better version of Family Fortunes. Oh God, now is slightly awful. better. I, I, I mean, they didn't have as big a budget either. As, no, but it was dreadful as, to watch. The new one was. The, mm. the 20th century one was. Absolute bollocks it was. It was just the budget they've got. And they can't do anything really good with it. But then you look at the 80s, mm. and they've probably got a really limited budget. Cheap sets. Again, I think some of it's down to the presenters as well. If the presenter can... You, you need know, a good presenter on a game show for it to work. Definitely. So, that's like the, uh, the 80s. What's your... Yeah, well... Oh, go on. Well, no, all I was going to say is, obviously, you've got to think about the top presenters of the time. Even Blankety Blank. I mean, <laughs> There's, only one. Really There's only one person for Blankety Blank. Harry Wogan. Ah, okay. Unless you've got a different. I, I was going to say Les Dawson, but I don't see. I don't think I ever watched it with Les Dawson. I think I think to, I've watched reruns on um, Challenge with Terry Wogan. To, to be fair, Terry Wogan for me is more Eurovision. Wogan and me. Oh yeah, Eurovision. Yeah. Whatever happened to Terry Wogan? I, I was going to do an impression of Terry Wogan. I thought no, because I don't, can't do his voice that good. Uh, he had a terrific voice, especially on your I, the amount of Eurovisions I have watched back. Oh, it's literally been a case of watching highlights of his commentary. Well, hmm. I mean, Graham Norton does a good job now. I didn't think he was going to be that good, but he actually has uh he's not got he's not surpassed him yet no. i don't rule it out but at the moment uh Sertel still leads the way in that um but slightly going off topic um bring or bringing it back to topic i should say uh, and what is your three words or less for 70s game shows Oof. Um, 
Unscripted. Mm. Um. I I will. I'll have to. I'll just. I'll just come out. So obviously, some seventies game shows I've seen they were very unscripted. So you can just tell that there was no template or how you know how each episode was supposed to go. Hmm. So there was no really no rules. It was just they were probably just winging it. Uh, and I think obviously I think they had a. Um, I think they went off viewing figures, mm. so depending on whether or not the show got anywhere. That's how it felt in my eyes. But well, it was a it was viewer viewers based. Well, I'm just looking at what I've written down for '90s, '80s, and '70s from um. from my viewing of things. Uh, so. 90s, I've put good fashioned fun. Yeah. 80s, uh, cheap, tacky, cheerful. Because <laughs> most of the, the prizes were cheap. Uh, yeah, but some the, of them were. I mean, on oh, the I'm, generation. Oh, I'm, I'm not saying in a, in, a, in a bad way. I'm literally. Yeah, on, on the generation game, you know, some of the things where they had to bid. Yeah. Some of those items today would be worth a fortune. Oh, yeah. I mean, they had um, a pair of Muhammad Ali's boxing gloves that he, he actually signed. And I think someone won them for, I think it was about 250 quid. Oh, that, that he, was the time. He bid. No, but I'm just saying some of them prizes were, were very underrated mm. compared to today's prizes. But it's... I mean, look at Bullseye. I mean, I love Bullseye. You can't meet a bit of bully. You can't beat a bit of can't beat a bit of butter. Try saying that when you're pissed. You can't beat a bit of butter. You can't say when you're not. Oh, no. Some of their prizes were shit. I mean... Two in a bed, Paul. What about that That couple who lived in... Um, they lived in a flat. And they won a speedboat. Speedboat. Yeah, but everyone won a speedboat. Yeah, it was either a speedboat or um, a car. The, the reason it was a speedboat... Because they had a was, partnership with... Yeah, the... Because I, I remember listening to uh, Jim Bowen talk, the, the late Jim Bowen, I should say, um, talk about the, I think it was the floor manager called Pete, Peter Harris, I think he was called. Uh, and he used to do all these, he did a deal with someone to get like speedboats. <laughs> it was like, you live in the Midlands and you've got a speedboat. Um, if we could have a game show, Peter, what would it be at what? What would it be about if we were hosting it? Hmm. Um. I don't know. A game show, remember? I'd I'd have to have a think on that. I'd like something like um. You know that show? Are you smarter than a ten-year-old? <laughs> oh, this. This could go badly. Yes. Well, I like a show where it's simple tasks to see if people can do it. So it's, it's basically simple things like, can you pick up a bat and hit a ball and just see how bad people actually are for 
for doing simple everyday tasks can you wash a cup you know that's, that's, going a, with this, that's, a, that's not a game show simple well, it is because well maybe it's not a game show that's of all the show I'll be honest all the time I've known you Paul that may be the worst ever suggestion I've ever heard from you yeah, but wouldn't you love to see if people could actually do a simple thing, especially the rich? No. I would. Can you make a cup of tea? I, well, judge about that. Yeah. All right, if we're going like that, then. Try to pick up pencils with your feet. But we're talking about tasks that anyone should be able to do. Fun fact, I can pick up pencils with my feet. Yeah, so can I. That's why. That's why I suggested it. Well, you've got six toes, so you're all right. <laughs> you. <laughs> <clears throat> that's because I got a grip on life, Paul. Oh. That's why. Too, yeah. So. Nineties, uh, as I said, good, fashioned, fun. Eighties. Uh, yeah. Eighties <clears throat> is cheap, cheap, cheap tacky, cheerful. Tacky. Yeah, everyone loves it because it was it was tacky game shows, uh, and seventies, three words that I think fully describes most things from the seventies. Borderline yeah. racism. Well, this is why I was saying to you about there was no template for the shows. Uh, I think they just they just went with it, but again, it was down to viewing figures. I think depending on how the shows viewing when depending on whether the show stayed a success so i think that's why plus the 70s was a horrible period anyway for that kind of thing but again to, to be to be fair probably, the yeah. 70s is much in the same vein as we are now it was just back in the 70s you could say anything and get away with it yes exactly um, and, well you could and that was before uh operation youtube got involved um, yeah, and now you've got twenty twenty two or or the twenty twenties, and it's. I'm not saying cancel culture because that I don't think that's particularly the uh, the the right term, but it is v- almost vetting what gets said than anything. Yeah, I mean you need to remember that in this day and age now people get so easily offended so you've only got to look at 80s and 90s and you think you know what it's not as bad as it was in the 70s and you know there's some things that shouldn't shouldn't get said and done and it did and it wasn't as bad as it was in the 70s but it's still you know you tongue in cheek you look at it and you think mm. But then there's too much which they don't let happen now. And obviously some shows haven't survived because they kind of relied on that kind of element of the show to be a success. Mm. You know, and it, sadly, they couldn't do it anymore. And obviously they, they probably lost what made the show a spark. And other shows have built... Built themselves on 
being able to stay away from that. But again, it all goes off the urine figures, doesn't it? Hmm. I've 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 just been looking at your profile photo, and I find. Are you, am I boring you, Peter? No, it's just something. It was playing on my mind what I'd seen a photo similar to yours. Uh, And you know what? I will come down from what I said on the last episode where I called you Chesney. (laughs) I have found the ultimate lookalike for you. I, I may add this to the thing. However, how are you... Are you on your phone at the moment? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I, I've sent you the, the photo anyway. Oh, no, I've got it. Hang on. <laughs> oh, it's going. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> now, you I tell me like him. if I put a lot of white contrast on that photo uh, and compare it to your profile photo... You, on you WhatsApp. do that. I will. I will, Paul. And I will you send it around the group and see what they say. Yeah. You do that. You know, <laughs> I, I might even send it to Woody and see what he says. Oh, Woody. Our friend Woody would love that. Uh, our friend yeah, Woody from, uh, from Morecambe. So I will, I, will, I will send it to a few people. Oh, I'm sending the wrong thing. So I will send... I've sent it to one, and I will send it to... I've now sent it to both Woody and Abbas, as you like to call him. Oh, that's how you spell his name when you send text messages to him. Abbas. There is nothing that I am saying that's wrong. It it is what you actually do. I could send it twigs, but I don't know if he would actually. You know what? Screw it. Send it twigs as well. See what he see what he makes of it. For for the the casting vote. Yes. Not that anyone's probably going to read it before then. To which, hopefully, um, I'm unsure yet um, mm-hmm. if I may do <clears throat> an episode with Woody, because you can only do it after seven, correct? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Woody has said he can do it, but he can only do it before five. <laughs> um, Abdul said he'd happily try and come on sometime after, like, seven. Um, yeah. Yeah. Twigs, I don't know. Uh, I am Maybe. I am going to ask Kevin and see what he says. Because I did ask him last year... Uh, if he doesn't know you're doing it, he can't say anything. Do it with, do it with Abdul. Abdul and me and, and Kev. Yeah, yeah you Abdul and Kev. The dream team. 
But but then again, Paul, I've, I've just I've just realised looking at uh, the time, uh, you you do have to be appearing on Coronation Street soon, I think. So. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Gary Windass, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, some of these, Paul. I'm honestly, I've just, I've just found a clip. Well, not a clip. I've just found now a photo of when you're trying to act really hard. <laughs> I don't know if Twigs has just seen it or not. He's on. Oh, he's typing. We're going to get an answer. So, this. This is what. <laughs> this is you trying to act hard when, when someone says, with no Dr. Pepper. <laughs> You know, I was going to say, I was going to say if Twiggy had fancied popping on for about two minutes, but he probably won't, he probably hasn't got Skype. Um, I haven't got the time, I'm due on Fortnite. So at least this is going to be at least this won't be as long as last week. Yeah. Alright. Well I might as I might as well wrap up then. I'll I'll let you uh you know disappear and do some drug deals or try and or, or kill people like uh he does on Corey. That's, you know what I really want to do it like phone jacket and just when you talk just put that image up <laughs> ah. yeah well right. uh, it's it, it, it has been emotional to put it one way well, we, we need, need to have a we definitely need to have our own chat show so if table upstairs at work yeah wrapping up uh if anyone yeah, does have an idea of a possible name for this podcast because uh, i ain't gonna i ain't i ain't gonna call it all cooped up because it doesn't particularly fit for this show um but if anyone can suggest a name that would be ideal uh even if it's just one listener we've got which it probably is and it's probably me making sure it works um, and if anyone's listening, so uh, Tuggy, if you're listening, hello. If Woody's listening, hello. If uh, Abs is listening, hello. And if anyone else is, what what are you doing with your life if you're listening to us ramble on for about 30, 40 odd minutes? Um, but 44 minutes, but uh, for me. Uh, and the recording-wise, it has been a superb 42 minutes, which I will edit down. Nice. Um, so, yes, thank you for listening to uh, our rambles, as we like to do. Uh, 
no idea when this is going out. Probably, hopefully, tonight or tomorrow. Um, so in that case, Happy New Year to everyone. And hope it's a safe yeah, one for you. Uh, I had a shit one, but that's a that's a different story. Um, but yes, thank you for listening. Uh, see you all, or you'll hear us, I should say, in the new year. Maybe with a new format. Who knows? Uh, but for me, Peter, and him being Paul. Uh, thank you for listening, and keep watching the skies. Yeah.